Welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. We are very excited to be joined by Curacao defender Martin Payerna. Uh, thank you for joining us, Martin. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for inviting me, and I'm happy to be here. Invited you on because the season's finished in Estonia. On a personal level, how do you feel it went for you? It went pretty good. Like the start was uh, physically, I've never been in a better shape. But then in April, I had an injury for like a month. But it was a sports hernia thing, which usually requires an operation. But somehow, like with a two week break and like taking some time off, like I managed to do without. So only missing six games with that injury, it's it was pretty lucky, I would say. So managed to play like 80% of games this season. So I was I was happy with that uh, in the circumstances. But uh, but overall, pretty good season. Like if I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the season. Like it could have been better if I didn't get injured because the physical level like didn't return to that level. But it was pretty good. And I had a, had a great time on the field this season. Uh, it was Kura's best ever season since being in the Premier League. What, what does that go down to? Uh, first of all, like the whole mentality of the team, like most of the core of the team has been together for years. And now the coach Roman has been there for three years. And now everyone knows the plan, like everyone knows what we need. And last year we got some great victories over Kailio, over Flora. And that gave us the belief for this year to actually every single game, we actually went for the win. And the results started coming in and that just piled up the positive performances and it just it just kept going and we managed to keep it up for the whole season so mainly mainly down to mentality but even the, like the young guys they have great uh, like they're the first guys in the practice like you get there 45 minutes early the guys are already out like doing work it's uh it's it's great it's uh the most unified team i've ever been on and uh and everyone knows uh what they're doing What's it like then being, because you, you're based in Tallinn, aren't you, for, yeah. for Kura? Uh, is it get like a bit exhausting where you have to travel to play your home games? Uh, personally, I've never, uh, I've never minded the ride because uh, I have real, like I'm, my dad is from uh, Sarama, from the island and my aunts are there. They're at every game. So I love going to Sarama every time. And because there's a ferry ride in the middle, you can just like relax and eat and stuff. It's not just like you're sitting four hours on a bus. It's, uh, it's a bit different. So... I don't mind it at all. Sometimes it takes time for the new guys to get used to it, but because half the guys have like some uh, some relations to Sarah anyway, so I don't think it's uh, it's too bad. And I'm really used to it. And the few hours before the game on the bus, like it helps you to get focused and all that too. So I just use that time for that stuff. And I, honestly, I kind of like it. Do some players live on the island and then travel to Tallinn and then back? Uh, there was uh, this uh, like the best young guy in Kurasara uh, right now. Like this fall, he moved to Tallinn to be with the first team the whole time because in the second team he was scoring two, three goals every game. So like he needed that uh, that level up, and he ended up being top scorer in the second division. And that's how why they got promoted. But uh, like we have a lot of guys that are born in Sarama, but because of Estonia's whatever. Uh, geopolitics or how it's uh, set up everyone just university work like everything like so much is based in talent so it just as of right now maybe in the future years if there's enough resources maybe we might be able to move back to Kurasara but for the next few years it's probably talent makes more sense kind of brings me on to what one of us like we've spoken with players you've played for like Lavadia, Flora um, you know like top teams how professional is the setup at a team like Kuro who are just starting to become like the best of the rest 
Um, I would say like a lot of it comes down to finances and uh, Korea does not have a lot like all the teams below us this year, maybe maybe besides Legion had a higher budget than us for the for everything. So like the supporting side, uh, that's what Roman uh, required from the club for the next season to like extend his contract to raise that level because the players are like are doing a lot and have great uh, stuff but we definitely need uh, more support to help make us next step like like based like all the time like getting massage and all that stuff for recovery like all the like food eating before the games after games all that stuff it's uh, like that part needs needs a lot of help so right now i think we took like pretty much the maximum out of the resources we had but to make the next step we need uh, more investments definitely in the background uh, how do you find with all the Flora players coming into like Kura on loan? You know, we speak to a lot of Estonians who say that Kura are basically just Flora's B team. How does that feel when we say yeah, that? Yeah, like that's, uh, that, that's the reputation. And like historically, of, of course, there like there is uh, some truth to it, but uh, we don't like just get like any, any Flora players. They look, even if the player is interested, like sometimes like a lot of the players who come uh, from uh, Flora, they have some relation to Sarama or like they need to have the right mentality like we can't just take any player from from there to to settle in so like I, I started like uh, my career like first 12 years I played in Flora but because of my uh, Sarama relations and I didn't make it in Flora so Gura Sarama was just like a really logical next step for me but uh, the young guys they're they're pretty much hand-picked out so they would fit in the system because uh, Gura system is is not for everyone but uh, we have guys coming in from other teams as well and uh, like last year we were the only team like we took the most points out of Flora so if <laughs> Flora's B team takes the most points out of them like what are the other teams doing so i think like last year we like eradicated all the doubt that like gura and flora is not like a serious competitor because this season as well like we gave them the probably like, one of the hardest battles of their season like twice so uh so yeah i'm yeah i, I love playing against flora and like the challenge and uh we won two times against them from like my goals. So, and this has been one of the best games I've had. So I don't think it's, it's more of a, yeah, I don't know, like the reputation thing, but like on the field, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter. Do you set targets for goals in the season? Cause you usually the first name on the fantasy team sheet, because we know you like score goals. So it's like, do you usually set a target for that? Not really, because uh, my, my target would, uh, it's very connected to the forwards and them uh, getting penalties and stuff. Because like every every year I'm gonna score a few goals from like open play and free kicks, but then half the goals will come from penalties. But this year I only got uh, I only got two penalties like in my 26 games, which is uh, like last year I had seven. So you never know. And the little few games I were out, we got like four penalties. So it's uh, it just wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't lucky for me in that uh, sense this season. But uh, but definitely wanna wanna score more uh, like free kicks and like from open game as well and. Uh, and maybe next year we'll uh, we'll get uh, we'll get more points from there. But uh, but yeah, last year because of fantasy, like uh, I had like a lot of uh, like publicly even like someone would come like yeah man like thanks for bringing me points in fantasy and like I've never had that before. That was uh, that was uh, that was very fun. So I I hope to keep doing that to keep the fans happy. But uh, like I don't have a target, but I I do love scoring goals. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, on the final day of the season that Reincourt took the penalty because he actually pushed me up the third overall so I won the, the signed floor shirt. So, wow, that, that yeah. third place overall, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, like last two games, uh, 
me and Roman were like, uh, yeah, just to help uh, Sten in the top scoring table, like uh, he should take the pens. But I told the Sten, like he can only take the pen if the first one he gets, he hits in the middle because that's going to be a 100% goal because he never has hit the middle. So keeper will never stay. And I'm, I'm happy he trusted me and uh, he got the pen and he scored to the middle. Yeah, if you took it, I wouldn't have come third. So fair, fair game. <laughs> you, you can thank uh, Roman for that, basically. Yeah, brilliant. So send my regards to him. Yeah. Um, you went to America early on in your career. Was that for university? Yeah, it was because I was uh, when I was like nineteen and twenty. I had a I got a chance in uh, Florida, but uh, like I was on the edge. Then like half a year I was with the team, but uh, didn't get the professional contract. And then I was like had to look like. What else is what else is out there? And then I found a US opportunity where it's basically you continue to play on the semi-professional level while you're getting the education. And that seemed like the perfect place for me. And uh, I went there. I was very happy with the level. Like it was pretty much the same as playing, uh, keep playing in the Prem. Like obviously the top teams like Flora, Levada, they're, they're a bit better. But overall, like the tempo and uh, the level and the facilities and everything like that was higher than the Prem level. We had like two workouts every day. We had all the facilities you can think of, like massage, ice baths every day, like all that stuff was, everything was there for you. So it was a great opportunity, got a good education. And uh, and when I came back to Estonia, I just continued in the Prem, like nothing happened. So it was, uh, it was, it was great four years and I'm, I'm very happy I got that chance. When you went back to Estonia, um, was it a case of you reaching out to Prem teams or did teams come after yeah. you? Not because re- uh, I already had uh, like 2015 first year I came back from US for the summer. Then Gurai was first division. I played with them for like a month, but first division was like the level was too low. So then I, I reached out to Baide, went to like a trial there. They wanted me played there for like two months that summer. And then after that, I just kept contact with them. And then two years or like three years later, when I came back, like I was already signed up with them for the for the season. So I started training like first month or two I was mostly playing for second team but then got the chance in the first team and then last three four months of the season basically started for Biden Prem and then uh, and then after that they made uh, they brought in some great signings the next winter for and and like wing back like then I was left back a lot of like good signings and then I was it looked like I might be on the bench and I was at that age I just I really want to play and I had the chance to go back to Gurasara and uh, didn't have to think twice. And now last three, four seasons, I've been back in Gurasara. Have you had any chances to play abroad apart from going to America? No, but like within the U.S., like besides the college, one summer I played in Florida, like the U.S. Summer League, which is also like a semi-professional league where they like scout players for the higher division and I was in a Brazilian team in Florida which was pretty crazy it was basically me one American guy and nine Brazilian guys starting everything on the field was in Portuguese like you live with the Brazilians for three months and the level was uh, also very like like a solid prem team so it was uh, it was a very interesting summer and a lot of Brazilian culture and it was uh, it, it was very different from uh, where I played or like what I've seen before but besides that no like something like Every once in a while, there comes some some offers, but uh, but like my life is set up here. I'm not uh, haven't been that interested to like check out like this semi like I don't know like Armenia like I don't know Armenia Bosnia like these kind of opportunities. Not really. Like what I would think about is maybe like Asia, like Indonesia and that stuff. Like that would be an opportunity I would be interested in. So it's not it's not impossible. Like 
that I might go there. But besides that, like with my level, I'm not going to, I don't have like unrealistic expectations. I'm going to do something in Europe, but uh, I'm pretty sure I could, uh, I could handle the, some of the leagues there. And like, they have a lot of people at the games, like the culture and stuff, like maybe one more time, see the, see the world thanks to football. I, I might consider that like, but, but yeah, need to, need to look into that a little bit and see if there's anything out there. But uh, that's, yeah, that's what I think about that. So we spoke to Brent Lepastu about playing abroad. And for him, he said there's no point because the money's like exactly the same for like the standard. Obviously, you're being paid to play football. So the finances would have to be well enough for you to actually relocate to another country as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And like from what I've heard and from some players I know that played in like in in like in Asia, there is a, like the salary level is, is a bit higher. Plus the living expenses are like... Uh, very low and you get everything from the club from for very cheap so uh, it's uh, like it's definitely more money but yeah it's not at this point in career it's not just about the money but like yeah the the money has to be definitely good enough so you don't have to like leave like, i don't know worry about uh, anything and actually be able to put something aside when you come back and uh, start looking for something else so so yeah but yeah fun fun fact i used to play with brent uh, for a few years like we were in the same youth team in uh, flora How'd you find him? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still we still get along great. Uh, good guy. Have you had opportunities with the national team? Like, has has the phone ever rang? For no, you to- uh, not like I was in the like under nineteen national team. I was part of it, and we played the Euro Championship in Estonia. Like, I was in that historical squad. But after that, the U twenty ones, like U twenty ones, is every two years. And I was with the one year older group, and they had a lot of uh, good uh, guys on my position. So, like, I would never make like the final twenty man squad. Like, I would maybe be in the call up, but I didn't get a chance to play for. Under 21 and the uh, full national team like last year like when the when there was the, this uh, corona national team when like everyone was out and then it was there were some guys that like are my level or like a little bit lower so there was like a small small chance maybe maybe they would call me up because my level would have allowed it because some of the guys that played there like they uh they definitely haven't done that well in Premier League last few seasons as I have done so so there was like this small hope and it wouldn't be like a crazy dream. But uh, but so like unless something like that happens again or they call up some like B or C team, like I don't <laughs> I don't have that much hope because of my because of my age now. Is it a nice feeling to get called up for like under 19s, under 21s? Like, yeah, yeah. It, like uh, coming from a small town that I did and like the road I had, like even the youth national team, it was a, it was a dream come true. And uh, like even the a-, a national team is like beyond even that. So. But yeah, national team was always like it was. It's it's the highest you can you can get. So always been a dream. A question we ask to everyone who we speak to: How do you rate Estonian football at the moment? I think it's getting uh, better every year. Like I didn't rate it that high, but then the last few years, and especially last year, what Flora did in Europe ten years ago, like even when we had like Levadia was really good and. But when we played these top teams in uh, Europe qualification, there was you would lose like 3-0 every game. There was no chance. And now they're playing equal with like Belgium teams beating Partizan, like all that stuff. And within the like one month before, like you beat them in uh, in the domestic league. So that made like our uh, our achievement uh, even better because uh, after that, Flora had like 50, I don't know, like 50 game unbeaten runs. So it was... Uh, it was very special and I think uh, I think it's getting better but it's it's a bit unstable because like Flora is a bit ahead right now and Levadia this year in Europe uh, it was very yeah like I was I had hopes for them but it was it was disappointing to see what happened but uh, but Flora has shown and because 
some teams like we can still compete with Flora and Flora has shown in Europe that uh, I think Estonian league actually has gone up and I think a lot of it is because all the teams like most players get paid now like thanks to the FA like uh, supporting mechanism and stuff and I think it actually works because the league I've I've been in the league for over 10 years now and uh, it is much more professional than when I started you think it could get a little bit better though? Like, do you feel like the leagues, like the overall teams are a bit weaker this year compared to like the last few seasons? I don't think, like, not really. Because this season, like the players that Baron had and they ended up getting 11 points, like that's, or whatever points they had. That's, because uh, they had like players from Baida and like these actual prim, like solid players who have like achieved a good amount. And for them to only get that few points that shows it's not that easy to get points nowadays in Prem and uh, I think the overall level has gone up. So, but yeah, every, every once in a few years, like some teams disappear or like go bankrupt and stuff. And it's, it always seems like you're like all, all, almost getting to the 10 good teams in the Prem and then something always happens and like always take a step back. So, so yeah, it definitely can improve and we need like a few more solid, like big clubs to, to like keep the, keep the pyramid up. So like the 10 teams in the Prem would not struggle or like disappear or go bankrupt. And then the first division, like if someone comes up, they can actually compete and not go down right away. So a lot of room for improvement, but I think it's overall in the last 10 years, it's gotten a lot better. How far do you think Kura can go? Do you think you can improve on your fifth place, sneak into that final European yeah, spot? I mean, I mean, it depends a lot uh, on the like how much guys we can keep for next season. But with with the current squad, we could, with the current squad, we can, uh, especially with the belief now and everything, we could definitely compete for a top four because this season, like, why they couldn't beat and beat us in four games? Like with Kailio, we just didn't. Uh, I don't know. Like this year, like the games didn't go. Well, the results with Kailio didn't go well. All the games were equal but we didn't get that many points but uh but yeah we didn't feel we were uh, too far uh too far behind them although the teams behind us like every game you had to really really try to to get that victory so it was uh it was very tight but we managed to get uh, more wins than losses this season which was the first time in club history and that was and we only lost four games in at home the whole season so that's uh like as as like a Kurasara player and being here for years, that's uh, I would like a few years ago someone would said that that's that's just insane. So I'm really proud of that and uh, and I feel we have more uh, we have more in uh, in the bank. Is there a team you hate playing? There's like uh, I would say like some of them are like love hate relationship because like the teams I hate the most like I love playing them the most you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah like usually it's the it's the top teams like. It, because it's the the challenge is to like it's it's harder to play the teams lower. I love I love like I like when you play I like Ocarina against Flora. Like that's always a great challenge. And now like last two seasons we played some great games there. Like before you went to I like Oc and it was just just trying to survive. But now you're actually going with the idea of winning. So and we managed to win Levadi and I like Ocarina too. That was that was a great feeling. So uh, I would I would say the the top teams and uh, and none of them like. Or like the lower teams, Legan was always a great battle, but nothing like that. I would hate that much. Like, uh, yeah, I have maybe some like personal battles with some guys, but uh, that just adds to the game. I love that part. Would you like to see Elva come up into the Premier League to, you know, get rid of that talent base? I like the talent thing is definitely like as a football, like overall football fan, like I'm not a fan of the talent thing and all and how based it is. It would definitely be good for like, 
Bayernu to stay up, like add Elva and all these clubs, but but they have to be ready to be here. Like with the current resources and team they have, I just I don't think they have a I don't think they have a chance against Legan in in the playoff games. But if they could add like some players and uh, get money behind them. Like it would be awesome to have like that that part of Estonia in the league represented as well. But just like with the current team, I just I don't see it happening uh, realistically right now. Do you think uh, Legion will be there next season though with the rumored like financial stuff or? Uh, right, like uh, there's a lot of talks in in the background, but you you never know like which information to pick up. So yeah. uh, I I wouldn't be surprised either way. I, I hope they figure their stuff out. I hope they stay because they're a, they're a good team. They play good football and they're like. It's good for the league level, but uh, but yeah, they definitely have some challenges to overcome, and uh, I don't even know like if it's a 50-50 or whatever. But uh, but yeah, there's a there's chance for uh, both of these things happening. So I'm not like I can't do anything about it anyway. So like I'm not involved at all or like trying to get like some inside information early. Yeah. So I just I just go with the flow. Whenever I come back from vacation, and then I'll see who's who's back yeah. in. The- <laughs> I've got one more for you. Um, you're nearly at 200 appearances in the league. Is that something you keep an eye on as well? Or is that just, again, just go with the flow of it? Kind of go with the flow, but uh, sometimes I looked at it because I was like beginning of season. I was, uh, I looked at it and I was like, oh, oh, cool. I have a chance to reach uh, 200 this season. But, uh, but yeah, with the injury and uh, a lot of yellow cards, I missed out on that. But uh, next season, uh, next season, definitely getting it. And, uh, End of the season, uh, club gala. I just got the award for 200 games for uh, Kuresara. So that was uh, that was awesome as well. I didn't uh, I didn't know about that. I forgot uh, I'm about to <laughs> reach that milestone. So it was a it was a nice surprise for me. But uh, it's definitely a nice number to reach. But uh, I'm not gonna. I don't think I will reach my dad's number. Like my dad was a referee and he had uh, over 300 games in Prem. So I think I'm gonna. I might miss out on that because I was four years in USA. That took like over 100 games out. So. So yeah, I'm not like that worried because there's like guys with like 400 plus games and that stuff. So like I will never reach like the actual like le- legend status with my games. But 200 plus, I'm I'm very proud from where I came from and like what I've been able to do. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. But you're also nearly the highest scoring defender for Kura, aren't you? Yeah, the the good uh, journalist just called me the other day about the 200 games article, and he said I'm uh, top five all time uh, good at scoring. <laughs> So that's uh, that's pretty cool. So so like Sergio Ramos of Guresar or uh, <laughs> whatever, but uh, but that's cool. I, I have to see like who's uh, who's and how far in front of me. So like you know, if I have a chance to like get to fourth or third place, but uh, but I think I think Manilan is staying. So next season he might uh, he might blow past me, or that's what I hope at least. You're gonna stay as the penalty taker, though. Yeah, because uh, last year I could have reached ten goals, and then one game before the last. I gave one pen to Manny and he missed. So I don't know if he scores a lot of goals next season. Then at some point I might give him some penalties. But uh, in the beginning and like the when the score is important, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take the pens because I haven't missed like last 15 penalties in a row. Yeah, nice one. We'll move on to our quick fire questions. So yeah, yeah. it's just random questions. First thing that comes to your head, just fire away. Uh, so the first one is, if you could play with one other player who's currently playing in the Premier League, who would it be? Uh, Vasilev. Vasilev. I think every, everyone said Vasilev. 100% of Vasilev, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. this man is like, I remember last year, like, 
I went to press him and I like I knew if I if I go too fast like he will go past me if I go too slow <laughs> he will take a shot like if I don't go wide like he will pass and then like I blocked three things and then this man passed through my legs like the fourth option I was just like and everything was like within like half a second I was just like that's just yeah that man is uh he's uh his brain moves in a very high speed at the games it's just it's very cool to play against him how long do you think he's got left actually because he's 38 do you think he's like i was just talking to some guys that like were in florida last season and when they were doing like pre-season workouts or like runs or like mid-season stuff like this man is very fit he's not struggling at all so next season he will have no problem but then after that it's up to him but yeah like like if he's that good right now he definitely has like two seasons more but uh but next season, I think he'll still be a very useful player, especially in the Prem. So, so yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm very happy I, I like have the chance to play against such a national team legend and see him in the Estonian league. He he gives it a lot. Nice. So the next question I've got is who do you think is the best player in the world right now? Uh, so yeah, sorry, <laughs> it took me a second, but because uh, well, uh, it's always uh, one one wait. Mm, yeah, it will be easier to answer that after World Cup, but after today's game, it's a. Uh, Tough to say, but this year it seems it's still messy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your go-to snack? Uh, chocolates. Uh, if you were to be transformed into an animal, what would it be and why? Uh, I hope uh, to be a cheetah because they're uh, they're so fast. Like I would, uh, I would love to be the fastest guy out there. You know. Fina, who's the fastest players you've played against? Fastest, like in Estonia league, probably like Otto Robert Lip in our team. Like this man is, uh, it's he's he's very, he's like he's always been the fastest. And then uh, some of the by the strikers they've had, uh, they've been very sharp. But uh, so I would say I would say probably them. Back in the day, I played against uh, Carrasco in the under nineteen national team against Belgium. But uh, back then he was nothing special, so he was he was not that fast. <laughs> Um, if, if you could choose one song to play every time you walked into a room, what would it be and why? One song? Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> that's a great question. I would uh, like this year, this year I would say uh, Fred again, We've Lost Dancing, because that song is just, it, it's just uh, very good vibes and just like makes you, makes everyone like happy and energetic. So I would be like current, like from current songs, like I would choose that. Very nice. Uh, would you rather travel to the past or the future? I think I would travel to the past. This is like, I've always loved history and all that stuff, like past and around the world to see like like ancient Egypt and that stuff. That would be that would be awesome. Uh, if, if you were on death row, what, what would you choose as your final meal on earth? Definitely some uh, some quality burger, medium rare, like something something nice and uh, yeah. like that. Yeah, what what do you put in your burger? Uh like definitely a lot of uh, cheddar cheese, uh, a lot of sauce, and then maybe add some bacon and mushrooms. What about a fried egg? Uh, yeah, actually, like yeah. one place close to me sometimes, like they even add a poached egg to the burger. Oh, and nice. it's uh, like, I recommend it. Yeah. yeah. An, an egg makes a burger. And I think people, it scares some people, but it, it makes a burger. Yeah. Back home, I don't know how it's in England, but in Estonia, they call like whenever you add the egg to the burger, these burgers are always called the hangover burgers. Yes, yeah, yeah. Stay after a party, so. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Have this, uh, yeah, that's the reputation here, but uh, it is good. Uh, how much does the amount of traffic affect your mood? Not that much. I don't, because uh, in Tallinn, like, because I, I lived in the US and I saw the actual traffic. So in Tallinn, like, unless you're late for summer, 
don't uh, don't care that much i just do some other stuff or like it just it doesn't matter what is your worst habit i don't know worst habit uh maybe going to sleep late or like uh bad sleeping habits i would say that's uh like since covid started like two and a half years ago then it kind of got messed up and and since then i haven't uh been able to like get back to like a very solid routine uh and who's the best player you've played with um let me think because hmm. i was uh like a few times in florida so i was uh i managed to play together with uh, some of the estonian uh, legends at the time and when i was yeah i would say uh, all time estonian highest goal scorer andres Hopper. like when i was young i was like from the second team called up for practice in the first team and he was the striker on my team and every time i got the ball this man was open like he made it so easy like he was so good so yeah i would say andres Hopper. Uh, and the best player you've played against i'm assuming vasilev uh in a, like from estonians uh, yeah like Unluckily, I didn't get to play against Klavan, otherwise it uh, would be him. But uh, Estonians, I see, uh, and uh, foreign guys, maybe like there was, we played against Spain that had like Delofeo playing. I played against Belgium with Carrasco, Torgan Hazard, uh, these guys. So, because so, like Carrasco is from like Champions League and everything, maybe, maybe him. Nice. What's your favorite word? Oh, uh, in <laughs> Estonia, <laughs> uh, like it's. It, the other day, I just joked about it. Like, it, it's a word in English as well, and we use it in Estonian as, like, uh, I don't know, they'll make fun of someone, but, like, it will be surprising, but it's uh, it's goblin. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, a good one. one. Uh, and as Christmas is fast approaching us, do you have a favorite thing about Christmas? Uh, not a, I don't know, like, not favorite thing, but, like, just, uh, just the food and, uh, like, the food and the Christmas dinner with the family is always... Uh, always something to look forward to and uh yeah this year yeah i'll have a long travel but uh, i'll be back before christmas so so it's always yeah nice ni- nice to stay with the family like nothing uh, nothing crazy but uh, like simple things usually the best ones so i would say i would say the christmas dinner with the fam yeah nice one and that that wraps it up for us thank you for coming on great guy very nice yeah thank you again for coming on yeah, thanks, guys. It was uh, it was very fun, and uh, yeah, I haven't been able to talk about uh, football in English for for a long time. So thanks for the opportunity, and it was uh, fun to meet you guys. Yeah, no worries. I think we've been trying to reach out to you for ages, but we were just too scared to do it. So yeah, it's great to finally speak with you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thank you again, and and good luck next season. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. Bye.